Hey, how are you? You look amazing. Just saying. Haven't said it in a while, but you do. Get it? Um, <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about catching your breath and the reality of that choice. And yeah, I don't know, sort of a deep thought process and just my own reality, butting up with, you know, myself having made that choice and the fallout of that and the length of time that went in between making the decision and being able to move again blew my mind. But I will come from the place of always recommending that you take that time for yourself because you're going to have to rebuild the human that you were. And that is not a light lift. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three, and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hello, how are you? Big things, huge things, amazing things, vibrationally aligned things. I can't like, what is this life? Well, I'm going to tell you, this is the life that you're capable of creating for yourself. Should you choose to continue pursuing whatever it is that you want? Like, if you've been on this journey for a while, if you've been here from the beginning, if you started at the beginning and you made it to here, 
I, I set out to prove that this was impossible, that you had to have some sort of connection, that you had to have some sort of financial backing, that dream lives aren't real for people like me, for people like you, for, for people. And I set out to prove myself right, that it wasn't possible. And I have done nothing but prove myself wrong. And as I continued on the pursuit of what dream life would look like, what I began to understand is that it's an energetic balance more than it is all of those sort of guarantees or backings in life is that, and this is why anything's possible because you can create your reality. You're capable of doing that. And even when you get into the headspace of thinking that you aren't, then there's the issue, right? And should we give over and fully believe in ourselves and the realities that we want to create? And even when we let ourselves take steps into those worlds, we can begin to create the frequency at which we need to exist in order for those things to happen. And we're taking steps here, people. So, Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our grayness. Hello, it's grayness time. My great thing is taking time today to celebrate. And I don't know if I'll be doing that by myself. I did invite a friend uh, and I stated it like this. I would like to go and get a coffee tomorrow celebrating movement. Would you like to come with me? not celebrating accomplishment, not celebrating dreams, realities, whatever, celebrating movement, because I had sort of lived in this world for a very long time where I didn't feel like movement would be worth it with the mental state that I was in. And we're going to break that down today, but like you don't, it doesn't just happen right? You have to continue to sort of shape your mindset and your reality. And so once you begin to realize that you can't attract what you aren't, you begin to realize how important that timing is, how you can't force things no matter how badly you want to, because I'm sure everyone has been sitting out there like, would you just release the book already? Sheesh. This is like, one of the top things on your list. Why aren't you doing this? It probably couldn't be that hard. Just like launch, just write the book, just get a public, like just do it already. And right. I don't, I didn't want to attract things at the vibrational level that I was at for so long. And it's, it's been a journey, good people. And I don't, I don't know why. The journey was so important, right? Why did I have to start with myself? Because most people, they could just come on here. They could come up with one or two th smart things to say, and they could stick to that. And I just wanted to know that this was true and authentic and, and my own story. And truth be told, I wanted to know that I could heal myself first. And if I could do that, and if I could even sit and say that there was something to fix about me, that in and of itself was a big enough hurdle to get over, right? And so once you can start to sit and live with that, then there's a chance for you, 
right? When we can all sit and say things like, hey, I need healed too. I can't be a healer unless I'm healed first. And so I'm going to go fix me. I'm going to go change the world with me. I'm going to go find my vibrational alignment. I'm going to go align with the universe. I'm going to go chase good energy. I'm going to go live my dreams. That's what I'm here to do. This is my soul's purpose on this planet. Right? And I can't ignore that. And I posted a video yesterday that was like, how do you, how do you know what you're supposed to be doing in this world? How do you know? And she said, well, it's actually really simple. and People overthink it all the time, but here's how you know. It's something that you couldn't live without. Something that you would, if everything was unlawful, everything in the world, right? Nope, you can't do it. You can't do it. This is the thing you would go to jail for because you have to do it. You're body craves it. It can't live without it. It's like not having food or water. You're not capable of seeing yourself as whole without it. What is that for you? Right? What is that for you? And some of you are going, I don't even know what that would be. Well, start testing things out. There's no age limit or restriction for what that is. But like test things, the energy returns. So test more of those things. Get more specific and drill it down, right? For me, writing didn't start out as that thing as much as just ideating started out as that. And I don't think that writing is fun because you literally have to tap into parts of your soul. Like it's kind of a gross process and not gross in that, like, right. It seems so fun, but the state of existence that you have to be in, in order to pull depth from your soul to bring those to your words so that you're writing from a place of like, I say that I want to write in 4D at minimum, right? I want there to be depth and I want it to like tap into pieces of your soul that you didn't know existed. And that's how I want to write. And so uh, writing is a cool process, but it's like draining at the same time. Um, Like, it takes pieces of you with it. There's a reason that like artists, right? You're an artist, you're an author, you're an artist. Art comes with pieces of your soul. And that's some deep stuff. And bottom line, like you got to chase what is that for you? What is that? And, you know, today I'm taking intentional time to celebrate movement, movement at which I was not vibrationally aligned enough to take and doing it, celebrating it. And I don't know, yesterday was just such a a mind, absolutely mind-blowing day, and I allowed myself just to sit in the symphony of vibrations that I was attracting, like 
the people, the, the things, the people who believe in me, the fact that I believe in myself, because that's really what we are waiting on. That final, like, here I am. This is who I am supposed to be in this world. This is my truth. And I have to start living it and bringing it full force. The whole way through, not just on the podcast, not just in a morning post, like all day long, this is who I am. And this is what I do. And it lights me up. That action is life-giving for me. And so I, my soul, needs more of that. And so today we are celebrating movement and the vibrational alignment which allowed that. And that's it. That's my great thing. Um, I just want to say thank you. Yesterday we launched the pre-order site for the book. Um, and so many people were just so generous and kind with their words and their orders. And I, I am forever grateful because every cent that you put towards that takes, spreads this message a little bit further, <laughs> right? Every extra dime or dollar or penny that you're giving. And I allowed people to name their own price. So, um, Anything extra that you give really allows for the expansion of this word and allows us to keep growing and bringing people along to this path, right? To people choosing themselves, to them aligning with this message and really saving themselves. And that's that's the work that I want to put in the world. I want people to dream and dream big and and come back. Because I believe more than anything in this world that that's what we're missing. We left the dream behind. And it's draining our souls. Okay. That's my great thing. Thank you. A million times thank you. I, like, I text my, um, one of my best friends last night and I was like, WTF is this life. Like... <laughs> And she so lovingly just texts like, this is, this, this is your life. This is your reality. Like, this is you. And, you know, it really made me sit for a little while. Like, this absolutely is. And it's been a long time coming to even be able to, like, sit comfortably in that reality. And continue moving forward. So we're celebrating movement. I appreciate all of you more than you will ever know. You're allowing even more expansion of this. So uh, go ahead and crown yourself in all of your greatness. Like, come on. This is proof. This is, this is the test subject. And if it wasn't working, like we'd still be where we started. And it, it is. And, you know, I volunteer as tribute, but like anything that you want, you're capable of doing. You're capable of creating that reality. It's not crazy. Okay? Crazy was starting a podcast in the extra bedroom of my house in the middle of Iowa and thinking that I was going to get somewhere, thinking that someone was going to listen, thinking that someday I would write a book. And here we are. Okay? It's possible. It's possible. 
for a plain yellow pumpkin to become a golden carriage. It's possible. Or is it, do they say impossible? Whatever, it's possible. We're changing the lyrics. Impossible. It's impossible. I know, sorry. I, and no, I did not just insert Whitney Houston there, but I know, right? <laughs> uh, am I on the right path? Is it singing or podcasting? I just, I can't decide, but I think it's a mixture of both. And I honestly love that you have no choice but to listen to me because I just throw in my singing every once in a while. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> so today I wanted to talk, I wrote a blog piece um, maybe editorial. We're going to call it an editorial because we're fancy like that. I wrote an editorial on the great resignation, which is what they're calling sort of this period where people are just like leaving their jobs. And they're just like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I want more, or I know I'm capable of more, or I know I don't want this. And a lot of people I think are just coming back and going, okay, well, what do I want? Do I get to decide? Which, hey oh, that's kind of what we're all about here. You choosing your terms. And so I wrote a piece on that because I had um, <laughs> filled out a survey on LinkedIn. And they were asking, as they tend to when you're a creator on um, different platforms, they'll survey you just to kind of see where your head's at on subjects prior to surveying other people or sometimes not even surveying other people, just surveying the creators. And so they were asking about people and why they aren't getting jobs and blah, 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 and trying to gain some survey on that. And at the end of it, it asks like, why did you feel compelled to fill out the survey? And I had said, it felt like I... I was able to have a voice in why I chose the path that I chose. And so the next morning, I was sort of sitting on that, the fact that I had written that. And I was like, "You, but you have a voice. <laughs> and you have a platform. And you should be using it. Because maybe you can help other people who are struggling with the situation. Or maybe you can verbalize, right? You can put into words what other people are feeling and help them through or help them cope with maybe making the same decision or maybe wanting to make the same decision. And so I wrote about that, about how it was like I had been rushing through life at such a fast pace that I didn't even know what it was like to breathe. And so around the pandemic happening, it was like this greater realization of what life looked like when I actually got to breathe. And so what I do want to say here, and there were a couple of things that I couldn't elaborate on the article because it was an editorial. And so it was meant to be beautiful and not get into the weeds. And so what I do want to say is that none of this was my employer, right? Was their fault? Was their doing? It wasn't even like corporate, I think really bottom line, it was, it was this expectation, this American dream expectation, this assumed expectation that I took on right after I graduated college. And I sort of just started running so fast that I didn't even really ask or expect to breathe again. I just sort of thought that that's 
what you do, that that is the norm, that this is the expectation. And if you want to be successful, you don't question it. You just keep running and you run as fast as you possibly can. And the wonderful thing about corporate America is that that's celebrated. And so as I saw even more success because my pace was unrelenting and unquestioned, right? I started to just sort of create this fire and this hunger that could never be satisfied. And it was always more and it was always bigger and it was always next ladder. And it was just always moving, period. Because when nothing satisfies you, you sort of just take up everything. You fill your house, you fill your garage, you fill your everything. Then you spend so little time actually enjoying the success that you've created that that's really where the hunger comes from, right? Because we don't actually have time to enjoy it. And so the pandemic sort of sat me down and made me feel things again. And honestly, made me feel really conflicted with the life that I had created and the life that I maybe thought that I wanted to live. And even though I couldn't explain exactly what that was, I knew that it just felt more whole than anything I had done before, even just the thought of it. And so I didn't know. I didn't know what we were going to do. I didn't know what we were going to build. I remember very boldly like publishing on Facebook, maybe on my blog. I can't even remember. I remember very boldly publishing that I was going to be a writer. I was going to write books and podcasts and that's what I was going to do. Goodbye corporate world. Hello self. Dream. Hi. And my full expectation and the full expectation of my husband and probably the realities of our financial situation was that Hannah would hit the ground running and start earning. And what I do want to cautious, caution all of you, and I will write about this. This is definitely book number two. I, again, don't know if we can even cover it in just one book, but we're going to try. Um, <laughs> I do want to caution all of you that should you choose the dream path, you should definitely make a plan for recovery from the pace at which you were performing prior. Because that fall off is not a joke. You're rebuilding an entire person. And all of a sudden, when you force yourself to sit and just breathe, it's amazing how anxiety-inducing that is. It's amazing how anxiety-inducing it is to not have emails. It's amazing how anxiety-inducing it is to not have anyone care that you even exist anymore. It's amazing how anxiety-inducing it is to flow through life with no expectation, with no one standing over your shoulder, with no one caring whether you got up or didn't, with no one person looking out 
for you to continue down the path you desire. You are it. And when you stare that reality in the face, the breath that you had just fought so hard to take back is instantly thumped out of you like you just got the wind knocked out of you and you're laying on a soccer field and you're barely able to breathe again. And right when that happens, what happens to us? Well, we sort of start hyperventilating because we, we can't breathe and that freaks us out. And so it's a long path back to understanding how to even breathe this way again. How to even understand to live your life with breath behind it. And it's not to be taken lightly. And everybody would sit there and go, what are you doing? What's happening? What are you working on? I don't understand what you're doing. And I I can't explain it other than to say that I didn't know how to even walk anymore. Right? I didn't understand how to navigate the world because the world that I existed in just came at a higher pace. And that's not to say that we'll never get back to that pace, but I had to love myself enough to crawl back there, right? To understand how to hold my head above water, to understand how to breathe again, and then to understand how to walk, and then to understand how to run, and to do all of those things simultaneously with my breath. And you can act like that is not a big deal if you want to, but if you're really thinking about chasing your dreams while you're probably many steps away from that moment that I just talked about, the leaping moment, it's real. They call it a leap, right? A leap of faith. Because you're going to hit rock bottom at some point, right? And the wind is going to be knocked out of you. And the funny thing is, like, the leap is what gave you your breath back. And it will also be what takes it away. And so for a little bit, you are going to have to recover from the impact of that that fall. For a little bit. And this is why I suggest making an exit strategy, a plan. How long can we survive without making any money? Because there's a chance right? And even if you fall off with the best intentions, I'm saying like mentally it's damaging and it's hard and you're restructuring a human who doesn't even understand how to interact with the world. And so like you expect to just break free and run, but you can't breathe like that. And you'll come back to this place at some point if you skip it. And I love all of you too much to set you up for a different expectation. Right? And maybe you get successful and you run and you skip it for a while. But the fall's coming. Even if you jump to another rock and avoided it, it's still coming and I just wanted to make sure that I got that work right because here's the deal. Like you can, 
trick the vibration, you can outrun the vibration, but eventually, like, all of those things come back. And I didn't want the weight of those things to be even heavier just because I had suppressed those emotions for so long. I had hidden what I was actually feeling by just outrunning it, right? And when it would come up, I'd sort of like jump over it like Mario, boop, boop, boop. But like eventually it's a big green, I don't, vine monster and it eats you. And I didn't want to be eaten. Almost get to the level and then be eaten by it. I wanted to fix it first. And that's my biggest recommendation to all of you. Like, allow yourself to sit in that moment. Prepare yourself to sit in that moment and just sort of settle. And see. Right? Because so much clarity comes from that. And so much buildup of who you need to be and how you want to operate in and what aligns for you. And so when people were thinking like, oh, what's she doing? Oh my gosh, I don't even understand. They weren't wrong for thinking that, right? I was wondering that too. Come on, Hannah. Like, can't we just rush through this? And every time that I tried, it didn't really matter because the universe called me back anyways. Like, nope, sis, we can't rush this. Nope, come back. Nope, I know you think that this is it and you think that you're ready and we're going to give you a little bit, but you got more work to do. Right? And we all have more work to do. But it really is just about finding. And I can't even conceptualize this from where I'm standing right now. But, like, you have to be in a place where you're able to receive that. And so if you're in a place where you can receive it and people are willing to give. And you can receive it but you don't also believe it. Then it will have all been for naught. Right? Because even that movement will be capped. You have to believe and receive. And that's what we were waiting for. This belief of myself, this belief in my ability and need to speak my own truth. This belief that I, my truth, is doing this, this belief that I'm deserving of my own light, that no one else gets to decide what that is or whether or not that is valuable, right? And you're saying, well, you talk about that, so it's crazy that you wouldn't believe that, yet you're not wrong, right? We've been talking about that for a long time, and I think, you know, the buildup, the continuation, the continuation to find and understand all of these things, universe and energies and alignment and chakras and yoga and everything that we've tried and done leading up to this, all of these things and the continuation of those movements and those thoughts and those beliefs and the shifts and the necessary work that goes into building a human being higher than where they can even see. That's what we're talking about. That's why you need to settle. That's why you need to leap and then let yourself fall. And yes, you are going to get the wind knocked out of you. And yes, there are going to be some anxiety, depressive, scary states that your head gets into. 
And I would recommend that you utilize professionals or whatever you need through that time. But I would also recommend that if you are running at a faster pace, then you could breathe that in your life before venturing down the path of your dreams. That you allow yourself to fall and lose your breath again. So you can understand what it's like to breathe in this new world. This dream world that you've created for yourself. Right? Because applying the old breath is invaluable here. It doesn't work. It's different currency. We can't breathe the same way. We can't think the same way. We can't live the same way we were living before. And I love you all too, too much to let you think that you could. And if that sounds really scary and daunting and like, yeah, I'm going to pass on the dream thing. I'm also guaranteeing you that there is nothing like seeing the fullness of your own light. Nothing. And walking into that. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, if you like this episode, always share. Share with a friend. And make sure that you head over to the show notes. We got the link to pre-order my first book, which is on season one. And the first three phases that you go through living your dream life. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.